In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and with me tonight, as always, is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? Yes, glad to be back. We are uh, we didn't do a podcast for like two weeks, and now we're doing back to back episodes, which is awesome. So uh, I'm happy to uh, talk about running backs today. We're going back to back. Was that like um, enthusiastic enough? I want to bring energy today. Nope. Oh man, it's okay. Okay, I have enough we'll energy for the both of us. <laughs> and if there's any drops today, uh, I will do my best to put them in, unlike last episode, mm-hmm. where uh, mm-hmm. I just ignored everything and just published it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we have some cool stuff going on today. Uh, we're going to play a trivia game mm-hmm. that you, the listener, can play along to. And later in the season, we're going to play it with listeners to like win shirts and stuff like that. So, stay tuned. Hey, our listeners finally got their shirts and stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, we only had like six or seven of them, right? Uh, writers got shirts. Yes, they did. Pretty much everybody involved with the podcast has a shirt except for Armando. <laughs> and we refused to give any to Armando because his cheap ass didn't want to pay for it. So, mm-hmm. it's bad. And they were only like $4. So, what else? Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what's going on, man? Uh, well, honestly, I want to introduce a new segment here, Dale. Oh, okay. and uh, maybe we can have a drop. Maybe our listeners can come up with a drop. I don't know. Some one of our listeners came up with an excellent drop for the Eat Bet prior. So, yeah, um, if we got anybody out there that we can give credit for that wants to create this, but this needs to be a repeated segment. Um, you know, a recurring segment on our show. Wait, hold on. Can I just say this? Mm-hmm. If you're listening, um, can you write us an email and just say, "Hey, I listened to the podcast." Uh, Oof. I don't know how this how off-season stuff is going to go. I have a feeling we're doing this for like two people and like one of them's my mom. I don't think so, Dale. Okay. Uh, we had almost 300,000 downloads in our first season. That's pretty good. I'm proud of that. So, but I, I just think everybody turned us off, you know? <clears throat> Well, yeah, that's because people of those three hundred thousand listens, probably two hundred ninety thousand of them were one time and then never ever listened to us ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so if look, if you're listening to this and like you're near your phone or your computer, eat sleep fantasy at gmail dot com. Oh god, and this is such a mistake. No, it's not. Just say, hey Dale, uh, awesome podcast. Two thumbs up. No, here's here's how you can get people to actually write in. Okay. Dale will commit right now to reply to every single email we get. <laughs> every single one. I'll I'll personally reply to every single one. You know what's Who terrible? A- the, you know why I hate this idea? Why? All those emails, I don't know why I have it set th- set up this way. All those emails yeah, go directly to my phone. Yeah, me too. I get the straight notification for everything on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Well, I have a new I have a new job and I'm kind of like in the middle of like doing my job that I'm hired for and like learning what I'm do should be doing. So like mm-hmm. I say like 4 out of the 8 hours I'm at work is like doing nothing like looking on Facebook on my phone. So You should have, not be saying that. Oh shoot. But I didn't say where I was working. I say the absolute opposite. Uh my job doesn't exist without me. So Yeah. Well, I am not a linchpin like you. So, anyways, uh, what what was your segment that you wanted to talk about? Hey, that's the first time you use a word that I probably don't know the meaning of. Sounds linchpin? racist. <laughs> no, it's like you know, like a linchpin is like something that you know, big machines you know can work, but mm-hmm. you know they're held 
you know, by a linchpin. You take out that one little linchpin, and the entire machine just falls apart. So you're calling me a small piece yeah. of the puzzle? Small, yes, but the machine falls apart without it. I don't like that analogy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Christian. Okay, anyways, let's get to the new <laughs> segment, what I would like a drop from our listeners, um, and something that I think... Uh, needs to be a recurring segment on our show because we complain a lot yes. on our show. So I'm thinking here we can start a new segment called The Daily Gripe. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing you have a daily gripe today. <clears throat> All right. Well, today's daily gripe here, Dale. I'm going to give you the daily gripe. Very simple. Pizza wait times. What's the deal with that, man? <laughs> What's the deal? What's the deal with that? It's not like a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> okay, what's up with pizza delivery times? <laughs> what don't you like? Already thrown off. Pizza delivery, guys. What's the deal with them? <laughs> All right, basically, here's the thing, right? If you go to order a pizza and you do it online, which I think most people order pizzas online nowadays. I don't. I refuse to. <clears throat> you don't do it online? Never have. Never okay. will. <clears throat> here's the thing. Papa John's and all your local markets... Uh, will give you deep discounts for whenever your local team wins. Oh, right. For example, yeah, whenever the Miami Heat win, which was a very nice occurrence between 2010 and 2014, not so much now in the 16-17 season. Um, sure. But anyways, every time they win, you get 50% off all menu price items. So, mm-hmm. of course, I had Papa John's for dinner tonight. Okay. The problem is that I order, when I order Papa John's it, and any other pizza, it doesn't tell you how long the delivery is going to take until after you place the order, right? Right. And so I place the order. Okay, I'm thinking, you know, 45, 60 minutes. It's a Tuesday night. Sure. 90-minute delivery. Unacceptable. That's crazy. Unacceptable for any pizza place to take that long. 45 minutes is my cutoff. I'm not, I'm not eating pizza if it's more than 45 minutes. Over an hour is ridiculous. Now, over an hour, right? That's the, mm-hmm. uh, the issue there. Sure. Whatever happened to the days where you got a pizza in 30 minutes or less? Yeah. Back, yeah. you know, uh, am I aging myself here? No, right? No, no. Like no. back in the 90s, yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. Like you get your pizza in 30 minutes or less or it's free or discounted or, free. or whatever. Right. Sure. Yeah. No, that's that's ridiculous. It's that's really just mismanagement. That's mismanagement of um, delivery drivers. Now, to be fair, it did not take 90 minutes. Okay. So, so they were good on oh, their they were good on so, their end. It probably took uh, just a little over an hour, probably an hour and ten minutes, an hour. What do you base your tip off of, or do you already have it set before they even get there? Yeah. See, I paid cash, which I rarely do. Okay. And so I already knew what I was going to pay regardless. Okay. So you already had the tip out saying, okay, yeah, I already it had was seventeen dollars. I have the twenty dollar bill. We're good. Yeah. Okay. What do you tip your pizza driver? I was what very very close to what actually happened. <laughs> it was what do you it was like seventeen fifty, and I gave him twenty one. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I don't that's know. Uh, I, I don't know what's a tip of pizza guy, but I thought like I, I don't know three dollars and change usually feels about right. Tipping is so weird. What do you tip your hairdresser? That oh, was, that totally depends on if they do a good job or not. If you feel confident walking out, what do you tip them? That has ranged in my experience anywhere from. Three dollars all the way to like ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, three dollars is pretty typical. Um, um, I think if it's a good haircut, normally I'll give five. Yeah, when it's Christmas, if I have like a little bit extra money, I'll I tip my lady twenty bucks one time, and I felt really good about myself. I don't know if this is accurate or not. Like, I feel like we're gonna get a bunch of messages saying we're cheapskates. No, no, I think Cheapskate? okay, okay. Word sounds what, weird. What happens if you go and like you order? I don't know, a piece of pie or something from a diner, and that's all you get, and it was like two bucks. What do you tip them? That is the worst. Because then it's, what you is? don't tip 15%. You tip like a dollar. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you got to at least tip a couple you bucks. I think like two bucks is my minimum. 15%. Yeah, you do like a dollar or do whatever the hell, right. like, just for, for the inconvenience of you being there. Yes. Like, I, I've been with friends who tip like 50 cents. That's just wrong. I think like the minimum should be like two bucks. Okay. What about the other extreme? Right? You go out to eat and you got like a two hundred dollar tab. 
yeah, I'm going closer to 15%. <laughs> right? You're cutting it real yeah. close to like... Yeah. Listen, yeah, I went out. Like, I went out with a fancy dinner with uh, I think oh, actually Armando went with me and Brooke's mom and a bunch of people, and it was pretty expensive. And uh, yeah, I was closer to fifteen percent on that tab. Yeah, you went under fifteen percent. Let's be honest, <laughs> dude. I mean, I mean, they're raking in cash anyways, right? I mean, right. these waiters at nicer restaurants, you know, absolutely, they're making good money. So it's not like. You know, they don't need the 20%. Happened the last time that I went out to eat with my parents and we went to Texas to Brazil. Like it was, it was over $200 tab. There was absolutely no way I'm tipping more than like $35. Wait, do you, do you, if you go out with your mom and dad, do you pay the bill? Yeah. No, that's nice of you. Yeah. I stick my parents with the bill almost every time. Really? Uh, most of, uh, I, I have paid a few times, but usually my dad is pretty insistent. Okay, lucky you. Your privilege <laughs> is showing. <laughs> I have paid for him a few times, but it still is weird. He always offers to pay, and I let him. Yeah. Let's move on, man. I'm done with okay. my daily gripe. That concludes the daily gripe. Yeah, good good daily gripe. I got one for for next episode. I'll, I'll write it down so I don't forget it because it's <clears> a good one. All right. Um, so, like I mentioned, we're talking running backs today, ten or one through ten. Oh, my God. That was um, a terrible transition. <laughs> well, my transitions are always okay. Let's uh, that's uh, that's my segue. Uh, as you so eloquently pointed out when we were conversing today, um, our transition yesterday. What do you got for me, Dale? Or what was it? Yeah, yeah. You said, "All right, take it away, Dale." I said, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> that's that's Dale's type of transition. So today we're going to be talking about. The running back in review for 2016 fantasy season. Uh, we're going to be talking about the top 10 scoring running backs in standard leagues, correct, Dale? Yep, that's right. All right. We might mention a little bit about the PPR scoring as we go along, but for the most part, sure. when you hear these numbers, think of standard scoring. Um, so running back number one, without any further ado, well, Dale. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, you are jumping right into this. We have all kinds of fun stuff to do. <sighs> Can I, look, this is not going to be like to, yesterday, right? Where we talk for half an hour and just <laughs> cut the no, episode no, 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 no. and we never actually get into the fantasy football? No, no. We're only a couple minutes in. People are loving only this. a couple minutes in, sure. Okay. Uh, like two things. 13 one, and a half minutes in or, so, or 13 <laughs> minutes into the show. Okay. One thing is this is not only a review, but we will be talking about what to expect looking forward as well. No. Okay. Okay. Right. A little so bit. Just, I'm just, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, this other thing is uh, we got like a fun game. And I want to play it with you really quick before we get into everything. And I promise it's going to be fun. Uh, listeners, please bear with us. And you can even play along. This time, uh, I want to pin Christian and Armando against each other. We're going to call Armando in and have him. Uh, See, I think this is going to be good. This you is know, good. I only agreed this, to be on the show because he wasn't here. <laughs> so um, that's like everybody's. Uh, never mind. Um, so this is called uh, the D10. It's 10 questions. Oh, that's what I call my penis. <laughs> um, no, that's a horrible name for your penis and my game show. Uh, basically, we're going to play a little trivia. Actually, um, fun fun little fact. Uh, the rap group D12 was named after my penis. Okay, sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you 10 questions. Okay, this is all running back related. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give you a minute to is answer here? them what's that is armando here not yet i'm gonna do it for you first you're gonna say all the answers and then we're gonna call armando he's gonna say all the answers i'm gonna tell you who won wow this is terrible radio it's great no people do this all the time i've heard my morning show kind of do kind of trivia oh, stuff oh so like that's that. who you ripped it off from <laughs> fuck you <laughs> um okay so are you ready to play uh trivia uh, Not everything needs it. a name. Okay, Let's just okay. play the game. Okay. All right. So, are you ready to play trivia? Oh, my God. <laughs> there has to be a name for it. We just can't go into it. All right. All right. You already saw that. We're going to cut all that out. Um, We're not cutting okay. anything. Okay. 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 Just you have a minute go. to make these. You have a minute to answer. Okay. Fine. And I'm not going to count the time that uh, 
that it takes me because I have to write down your answers too. So don't freak out that it's taking me a long time to go to the next question. So you're good, okay? So you have a minute. You know, we have ten questions all relating to running backs. Are you ready? Uh huh. Okay. And three, two, one. Who led the league in rushing touchdowns? Uh, Blunt. Okay. Uh, this running back led Is the league in rushing yards. Is that correct, Dale? Um, we're going. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, rushing yards was Zeke. Okay. Um, next question. Name one of two players that led running backs in reception touchdowns. Uh, I'm gonna. Hurry I'm up. gonna guess. Uh, DJ. All right. Uh, how many players totaled at least a thousand rushing yards? How many players? Yes. Better hurry up. Clock's ticking. Ten. Okay. Uh, how many games did Devonta Freeman score at least one rushing touchdown in? How many games? Yes. Did he score at least one rushing touchdown? Is this one of those games if you go over, it's wrong? No, right? Uh, six. Nope. Jesus. <laughs> I was on a time to ask for uh, clarification. Uh, how many times did Melvin Gordon average four yards or more per carry? How many games did he do that for? Yes, four yards or more. Six. That's okay. going to be like my answer for everything. Who had more targets this year? Wait, how many games David did Johnson? Play? I'm going to lower that answer to five. Five? Okay. Jeez. You're really wasting time here. Uh, who had more targets this year, David Johnson or Doug Baldwin? David Johnson. All right. Give me two players who played less than 15 games and rushed for 1,000 yards. Melvin Gordon is one. Less than 15 games? Uh, Levy and, and Bell. And rushed for 1,000. You saying Bell and Gordon? Yeah. All right. Wait, no. Uh, I don't know how many games Jordan three. Howard played. Jordan okay. Howard. All right, I'll give you three. Jordan Howard, Le'Veon Bell, and Melvin Gordon. Okay, well, there's only two, so you fucked that up. Um, okay, so seven remove play- Gordon and give me be- and give me Howard. Okay, you're wasting time here doing this. All right. uh, seven, seven players had double-digit touchdowns. Which one of them did not get double-digit receptions? Oh, shit. Seven players had double-digit touchdowns. Which one of those Blunt. seven did not get double-digit? All right. All right, besides Blunt, which other double-digit touchdown maker did not record a reception touchdown? Five, La- four, Latavius, LaShawn? I don't two. know, Latavius. Okay, cool. All right, good job. All right, we are going to call Armando now. I felt now. like I started out very strong and really tailed off. <laughs> you didn't do too bad. I'll, I'll go over everything for you. Um, but uh, first, let's give Armando a call. Holy crap. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on? I'm recording. Hey, Armando. Oh, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so we have Armando on the line here. Um, I don't know how bad of a transition this was, but we had to call him and do all kinds of technical stuff. Anyways, uh, we just... It's called a phone call. It's not technical. <laughs> we just... Uh, Christian and I just went through the questions, the 10 questions. Uh, we're calling it Dale's 10. Um, and so basically, these are all running back related. And uh, the winner gets to... Um, have sex with the other's wife. No, that's bad. I'm not going to say that. Oh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'll, t- I'll take that back. Um, anyways. Wait, Armando's married? <laughs> um, okay, so, Armando, are you ready for this game? This is the hard-hitting questions all about running backs. Are you ready? Yeah. I got 30 seconds to answer them or 60 seconds? Oh, uh, you have one minute. Okay, and wait. Is there a penalty if I don't answer? I feel like I don't want to lose, but I also don't want to win. No, Armando, uh, you have to answer. You have to answer every single one. It was a good joke. Okay. You just glossed so we'll over. Answer every single one. Yeah, every single one. All right, I'm ready when you are. All right. So, again, audience, you can play along. And uh, if you get all these right, let us know. I'm curious nope. if anybody gets them all. I don't, nobody's going to get them all right. Just letting you know. Can you uh, stop all these emails? <laughs> email us. <laughs> okay, Armando, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Sorry, I'm kind of distracted there for a second. Go ahead. Thank okay. you. Great great radio. Three, two, one. Who led the league in rushing touchdowns? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Okay. Uh, okay. 
uh, who uh, this running back led the league in rushing yards? Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Um, name one of two players that led running backs in reception touchdowns. Uh, name one? Yes, one of the two. There, there. It was a tie. Oh. Okay. Um, David Johnson or Melvin Gordon. But go ahead. All right. How many players totaled at least 1,000 rushing yards? Oh, players? Like yes. RBs and wide receivers? No, just, just running backs. Oh, uh, my guess is around totaled rushing and receiving. No, right? total rushing yards. 1,000 total rushing yards. Uh, 14. All right. How many games did Devontae Freeman score at least one rushing touchdown? Three. All right. How many times did Melvin Gordon average four yards or more per carry? Five. All right. Who had more targets this year, David Johnson or Doug Baldwin? Hmm. Uh, David Johnson. All right. Uh, give me two players that who played less than fifteen games and rushed for a thousand yards or more. There's two players. Less than 15 games? Oh, well, I was going to say not. Less than 15 games in a rush for... Okay. Um, Le'Veon Bell. How many do I have to give you? Two. Okay, Le'Veon Bell is one. And... You're running out of time. David? Uh, LeGarrette Blunt. So, yeah, he missed one game, didn't he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, seven players had double-digit touchdowns. Which one of them did not get double-digit receptions? Uh, LeGarrette Blunt. All right. Besides Blunt, which other double-digit touchdown maker did not record a reception touchdown? Five. Double-digit touch, t- t- double touchdown? Okay. Um, did not get a reception touchdown. Sorry. Who? No fucking idea. Okay. Eh. Chris Ivory. <laughs> All right, you guys did pretty good. Um, I'll go over the answers. I won. I definitely won this. I don't know. Um, okay, so right off the bat, when he said Melvin Gordon had the most rushing touchdowns, right, I right. I won this. Okay, so <laughs> just to let you guys know, um, the first question was who led the league in rushing touchdowns. Blunt. I I knew coming in that you were going to make so many questions about Blunt. Like Garrett Blunt. Uh, I'm He's sorry. The answer to like half of these. Will you let me do this? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> fuck that. Christian said Legarrette Blunt. Armando said Gordon. The answer was LeGarrette Blunt. Okay. All right. The second question was this running back led the league in rushing yards. Both of you said Zeke, and both of you are right. So good job on that. Name one of the two players that led running backs in reception touchdowns. Both of you said David Johnson, and both of you were wrong. There was a tie for the top. And it was James White and Theo Riddick. Both had five. And that led the league. Question, 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 question. Here, about that question. Is sure. Taylor Gabriel a running back or a wide receiver? He's a wide receiver. Okay, just moving on. All right. Okay. Uh, next question was, how many players totaled at least 1,000 rushing yards? Christian said 10. Armando said 14. The answer was 12. So that's a tie. <laughs> Um, Melvin Gordon had 997. Um, okay. he, had, he was 13th in the league. Um, how many games did Devontae Freeman score at least one rushing touchdown? Uh, Christian said six. Armando said three. The answer was seven. So Christian won that one. All right. How many times did Melvin Gordon average at least four yards or more per carry? Uh, both of you said five and the answer was seven he carried he averaged four yards or more per carry seven times next question was who had more targets this year david johnson or doug baldwin both of you said david johnson and both of you are wrong it was doug baldwin david johnson had 120 targets doug baldwin had 125 targets i demand a recount Uh, next question was, give me the two players that played less than 15 games and rushed for 1,000 yards. Uh, both of you said Bell. 
and Christian said Howard, and Armando said Blunt. Both of you were half right. Bell is one of the answers. Lamar Miller played 14 games and had more than a thousand yards. And you, neither of you, uh, neither of you said Miller. So Howard played 15. Howard I know he 15. missed one game. Yep, Howard played 15. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, seven players had double-digit touchdowns. Which one of them did not get a double-digit receptions? Both of you said Blunt, and both of you are right. Blunt only had seven receptions for 38 yards this season. Uh, the only only one of the seven players that had double-digit touchdowns. Okay. Besides Blunt, which other double-digit touchdown maker did not record a reception touchdown? Lamondo mm-hmm. didn't answer, and Christian said Latavius Murray, and the answer was Latavius Murray. Nice. And that question, I mean, sorry, that answer won the game for Christian. I was already winning. Oh, okay. Well, good job. I was, I was winning by a lot. No, no, not by a lot. Wasn't it like five to two before that? Uh, let's see, one zero. Four to two. One zero. Four to two one before zero. That. Uh, one zero. Uh, two zero. Oh yeah, you won. Yeah. All right. Well, Armando and Christian, thanks for playing <clears throat> trivia with Dale. Uh, we'll see you next time. I hated this. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping. Is that the end of the show? Yes. Yes. It's the end. Well, end of the trivia. All right. <sighs> well, Dale, are we done with your games? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun. No, man. I don't. I don't like when you're in charge of the games. I know you don't like when I'm in charge. You need you're one of the con, one of the like control freak types, aren't you? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why I even asked that because I know you are. Okay. Anyways, that was fun. Stay tuned for future episodes where Dale's trivia gets even more exciting. You like that? There's more where that came from. Calm down, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's start talking about running backs here. All right. Do you want to talk about the best running back of them all or start with number 10 and go down to one? How do you want to do this? Let's just start at number five. Let's be real weird with it. <laughs> all right, starting the top 10 list is number seven, LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with that guy? It just pops out in my head. I don't know. Dale, um, do we still have that drop that we don't play anymore? Which one? Are we allowed we to play? We don't play it? any of them. Uh you know, I just want to S my own D. Oh, yeah. We haven't played that in a long time. Can I we get it? I think going to sue us. Can we get it right now? Sure. In the preseason. All right. In the preseason, we gave two late round running backs that you should consider to draft for your fantasy team. Do you remember who they were? Uh, I have no clue. One of them was Mr. Laguerre Blunt, mm-hmm. and the other one was Jordan Howard. Yep. Look at those, that. Both top the, ten. Those worked out. Yeah. So I was kind of off the kind of off the JJI train though. Yeah, the J train. <sighs> it's just I've been hurt by so many dolphins. But you know what? He was top ten. He doesn't get we mentioned. We really today. try to. We really try to get him on the show too. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him on soon. Maybe. Anyways. Um, all right. So starting the number one overall running back in 2016 fantasy season was David Johnson of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Average over 20 points of fantasy uh, or 20 po- fantasy points per game. Oh, God. Uh, any surprise there? It's not really right. I mean, when I say surprise, talking about from preseason to now. Nope. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of hesitation just because he didn't have a huge... Um, resume. Resume. History. Yeah. 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 Um, but from the little that he showed us, uh, if you took a stab at him early on, you were rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was a number one overall consensus in the fantasy community. Nope. Was he? he was. Uh, I believe he was second or third. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, still, it, it worked out for you, especially in PPR formats, like we mentioned during the game. 120 uh, targets for a running back is just ridiculous. Um, obviously, leading the league 
uh, and targets for running backs. Um, it's nuts. The second he had 120. The second had Le'Veon was Le'Veon Bell with 94. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell played four less games too. But anyways, it worked out. When you're a wide receiver, I mean, when you're a running back that has 879 receiving yards, you're basically a wide receiver. Right? Yeah. We're talking but he about just guy. also he also happened to have over 1,200 rushing yards. Yeah, so he was first in targets among running backs, third in rushing attempts, and when you get that much work and you have over 2,000 total yards to go with your 16 rushing touchdowns, you've had a pretty damn good year. Yep. I agree. Yep, 20 so. and a half points like you mentioned in standard in PPR, that number was even more ridiculous. Of course. The number one overall player in PPR, even better than the quarterbacks, at 25 and a half points a game. That's nuts. All right. Okay. Give us number two because there's <laughs> not much one. else to say. Uh, Is he number your number two. one running back next year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he has to be. Uh, Doesn't have to be. Well, he has to be mine. <sighs> You know, this year, this year, Johnson, Johnson I, Bell, Elliott. This year, I originally had a one, and I lowered him to two for some reason. And for next year, I'm going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to lower him yeah. to two, and we'll talk about who I'm going to have one in a little bit. Okay. Uh, the second, <clears throat> the second uh, best fantasy running back was the lead league leader in rushing yards. It's Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. of course. A rookie, um, probably going to be the offensive player of the year, right? Non-quarterback offensive player of the year, maybe. Um, maybe. maybe. Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, he was just flat out awesome. I mean, do you have anything good to say about Ezekiel Elliott? Uh, I mean, led the league in rushing guards, like you said. Um, he leaves a lot to be wanted in terms of receiving uh, but when you lead the league in rushing yards and you add 15 rushing touchdowns, continually found the end zone, the only running back to top 300 rushing attempts as well. Yep. So 322 rushing attempts. They were not afraid to give the ball to Zeke over and over again. 322 carries is a lot for, you know, you're averaging 20 rushes a game. That's, yep. uh, that's a pretty healthy amount. Um, he's definitely going to be a consensus top three running back next year. In my opinion, I don't see why not. I agree. I agree. I, don't, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about talk about him forever, nope. but um, I, I do expect his receiving numbers to go up a little bit next year. Um, I mean, he had 32 receptions on 40 targets. That's a pretty good catch rate. Um, six, you know, 363 yards. Um, I'm hoping that maybe you can cash on him next year. And uh, get a get a couple more receiving yards from maybe another receiving touchdown or two. Yeah, I don't think that's really part of his game too much yet. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three, the Buffalo Bills, Lashawn McCoy. I mean, just gets ton up ton of opportunities in that nope. offense. No what? No, just go on. Move on. No. <laughs> uh, Lashawn McCoy averaging over sixteen fantasy points per game this year. Um, I mean, the guy's just awesome. Over 1,200 uh, rushing yards, 13 touchdowns, um, over 300 uh, receiving yards. His receiving touchdowns, surprisingly, he only had one for the season. Um, I watched a lot of LaShawn McCoy, and I was surprised to see that number. I thought for sure he would have more than that. Yeah. Okay. Good analysis. Nope. You don't like LaShawn McCoy? What's what's the deal? No, I think we all had him relatively high coming into the season. Um, LaShawn was a guy that had some... <clears throat> yeah, you're going to need to give me a break what's here. What's wrong? Jeff. What's wrong here? <laughs> <clears throat> I need to like clear my throat and I can't really like talk and you keep like throwing it to me. Can you please cut all this? I'm going to actually stop my recording so you're forced to... No, no, to, don't uh, stop it. Don't stop it. You're not going to cut it. Yeah, I will. I'll cut it. I know you. I will. I will. I'm going to do it right after this. No, you're not. Yeah, well. Okay. Well, I was just trying to find uh, consistency ratings. 
because if I'm not mistaken, I, I feel like he wasn't consistent, but I feel like I, I might be wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm still recording. Yeah, No, man, I do like LaShawn McCoy. He's a guy that, you know, third most fantasy points. The fifth most consistent in terms of this year. I mean, Zeke and David Johnson were were equally, I mean, as consistent every single game. Um, and LaShawn McCoy was okay in that regards. And, and if you drafted him, he far exceeded his his draft stock value um and he's a guy that we said he would at the beginning of this year as long as he would stay healthy and uh in the 15 games that he played because he did miss that that one game against new england in the 15 games that he played he was great yep yeah i agree um next guy to talk about is one guy i I was just i mean i was flat out wrong about in several different aspects of the game uh, Le'Veon Bell was the fourth best fantasy running back this year with over 20 points mm-hmm. um, per game. Uh, he only played 12 games. Um, and with that average, he would have been probably the second best running back in the yep. league right behind David Johnson. Correct. Um, I mean, yeah, coming into the season, one, I just didn't think he would be worth it missing so many games. Um, and then on top of it, I just thought D'Angelo Williams would step up and not be a complete 50-50 timeshare, but I was expecting a little bit more D'Angelo Williams. Um, but then look look what happened to Le'Veon Bell. They, you know, ran the wheels off. And now we don't know what's going on with him. Yeah. Um, as far as Le'Veon Bell, if you look at it as far as the second half of the season, the best running back in terms of points per game and in terms of fantasy points over the second half of the season. Now you you got to factor in the whole season because he didn't miss the four games and he did get off to a slow start once he came back, and yeah. by slow start I mean he wasn't scoring touchdowns because he was certainly racking up the yards. Yeah. Um, so, I mean he had <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five, six different games in which he rushed for over a hundred yards. Uh, one of which he rushed for over two hundred and thirty yards at Buffalo on thirty-eight carries. Um, he was great, and he also just continued to do it week in, week out with his receiving yards. Uh, he had 34, 88, 55, 68, 38, 77, 55. Like every single week, he's given you four, five, six catches every week. And in PPR, he was an absolute monster. And yeah. so for me, if the guy's healthy next year, I think he has so much value in that offense that I think he's in the conversation to be my number one overall pick, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, you know, and we, we kind of talk about this too. Like, I think we talked about it in our quarterback show, you know, about with, uh, I think we're talking about Kirk Cousins, you know, that the stats will kind of correct themselves, you know, if he had a lot of rushing, what, what was it? He had a lot of passing yards, but not not a lot of touchdowns to go with it. Right. Um and that, you know, we're thinking next year it's going to correct itself. Well, we saw Le'Veon Bell do the same thing this year, but it corrected itself mid-year. You know, the first few right. weeks that he played, weeks four through seven or so, four through eight, you know, he was getting over 100 yards a game easy uh, with receiving and rushing. And he wasn't getting in the end zone. Then all of a sudden, you know, he he started getting 150-plus yards a game and, you know, racking up receptions and just went crazy. So, um, you know, that's just that when we talk about stats correcting themselves, I think Brito and I both are talking about, you know, the, the touchdowns will come if the opportunity stays. And you, you mentioned agree? he was, yeah, absolutely. He was second in terms of points per game in a standard league, but in a PPR, 26 and a half points per game, actually first in PPR in terms of points per game. Yeah. That's absurd. That is crazy. 26 and a half points per game. Yep. Um, next guy, number five, he is a guy, a late round, I wouldn't, I guess not late, mid, mid round pick, you could call him, uh, disappointed the year before last, but came through on an improved Titans offense, uh, DeMarco Murray with just over 15 points a game. He played all 16 games, um, nicely involved in the offense, uh, even with Derrick Henry, um, 
you do you love him as much as I do? I think he's great, and I think uh, contrary to what our other host Armando says, I think he deserves to be a top five back next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he had almost three hundred carries. Uh, 12, 1,287 yards, nine touchdowns. We'll talk about um, it because I, I know there's a huge fear of Derrick Henry. Are you scared yeah. of Derrick Henry? Uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison here. Uh, no, I, I'm not scared of him. Um, he is, I don't know, DeMarco Murray is such a good goal linebacker as well. It's not like, you know, you're talking about like a small receiver that's awesome and then you, you know, you have this goal linebacker coming in to, vulture that's not the case here I mean, demarco murray he can you know he had 53 receptions last year as well so it's not like you know he's a pass catcher he's a goal line back he's a first down back um derrick henry's good and he'll come in um but i think demarco murray's gonna be the star there for another year or two yeah um he's just he's just too good in in all aspects of the game <laughs> we'll see where he ends up in our rankings later on this season but I think the production will definitely be there again next year. I think Derrick Henry's preseason preseason ADP uh, is going to be very interesting. Um, I, I I don't really know how to even dissect that yet. We'll we'll get into it later on in the off season, but it's gonna be interesting. All right, tell me if this is too high, too low, or right on the money of where you think Demarco will finish next year. Twelve hundred rushing yards. 10 touchdowns and let's say 45 catches for another 350 in and a couple touchdowns. That's not crazy. Um, That's lower than this year and it's definitely yeah. going to be good enough for a top five finish again next year. Okay. I think yeah, it was a, I, a little bit of a high year again for running backs. It, it, you know, it'll even out between the running backs and the wide receivers next year. Agreed. Agreed. Like two years ago, the running back depth dropped, and last year it raised like more than average. So two years ago it was below average, and this year was above average for running back. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll see somewhere in the middle next year. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, it was a good year for running backs for sure. Demarco, he's gonna get forty-five plus catches. He just does that. He's a sneaky good receiver. Oh God, I'm using your word. <laughs> he's sneaky, huh? But he's he's one of those guys who just consistently gets four catches a game, and he's going to end up with that, you know, 45 yep. catches, Mark. But uh, I think he's definitely worth that uh, that pick. And his value, I bet you he won't be ranked in the top five at running backs. He'll be much towards the later uh, of, the, of this list, um, you know, 10, 12 off the board in terms of running backs because people are afraid of Henry. And I, and mm-hmm. I, you know, we'll see what happens during the off season. We have seven months, eight months, and we're talking about yeah. this already, but uh, right. I like him, man. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. All right. Uh, next up is the number one running back from two years ago. Uh, had a good season this year, despite having another running back in the mix, mm-hmm. Devonta Freeman. Um, averaged just over 14 points a game, uh, played all 16 games, which is always good to see. Um, you're the Freeman lover. Um, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you think about him? Uh, any surprises this year? And are you looking at him next year? Tevin Coleman is just too good to ignore. I'll give you a couple things here that, uh, will probably surprise you and our listeners. Ooh. Okay. I like all to right. be surprised. Devonta Freeman averaged more points in the games that Tevin Coleman played than the games that Tevin Coleman did not play. Interesting. That's a good stat. Do you remember last year what happened to Freeman after his hot start? No. He started to tail off at the end of the year. Sure. Right? His yards per carry went way down second half of last year. Right. And it's because he was not holding up to the work. Maybe he wasn't used to it. That offense is clearly better when both of them are healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't... It didn't hurt that, I mean, their offense was just firing on, firing on all cylinders. And you mentioned in the quarterback episode that you don't believe in Matt Ryan next year, that you don't think the offense is going to be as good. Is that, what does that do? I didn't say for? I didn't believe in him, man. No, but here, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, I think that offense is definitely predicated on a lot of little things went right. Yeah. 
you have the Shanahan offense was clicking on all cylinders. Both running backs were spectacular. Tevin mm-hmm. Coleman developed a receiving game that I did not think was possible or there at all. Yeah. Um, you had the factors of that offensive line and Alex Mack being tremendous. Yeah. Um, and then Matt Ryan throwing for a very high amount of uh, touchdown percentage. Yeah. And so everything was going right for this offense, number one scoring offense in the league. Some of those things have to come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. Um, just naturally. Um, I know yeah. people hate that, oh, there's always going to be regression. But that's the truth. Like, if things stray that far from the mean from year to year, just like Le'Veon Bell's numbers, he's scoring, he's doing all these, you know, rushing yards and receiving yards and not scoring touchdowns. And we said later half of the year he's going to score touchdowns. That's exactly what happened. We, it was just a waiting game. Yeah. Um, and so Devonta Freeman, while I love him, um, there might be a little. Uh, flexibility in terms of what might happen with him. He He's definitely got to continue sharing more work with Tevin Coleman, who was just unbelievably efficient mm-hmm. whenever he got the ball and was great receiving. Like yep. the one thing about Freeman that was not there this year was the 70 catches that he had last year, Yeah, <clears throat> which I thought was the one thing that wouldn't go. It didn't go away, right? He still was, was, pretty damn good in terms of receptions with 54 but you know only the two receiving touchdowns uh i thought would be better yes 54 catches is nothing to sneeze at though for a running back yes okay just stop saying yes say something else no okay um the garrett blunt is the seventh best running back this year oh Uh, a couple things here since you know you're just gonna say yes um, the guys that we just talked about, uh, DeMarco Murray was the fourth most consistent running back on the year. Devonta Freeman was the sixth most consistent running back. So these wow. running backs, while all being very good throughout the year in terms of fantasy points, were also all very consistent. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Man, you just talked a lot. I know. I think that's like the longest you talked. Like You were just saying yes, which is really upsetting. I even <laughs> called you out and your answer was no. <laughs> well, you uh, you just talked about Devontae Freeman for 20 minutes, and then you want me to add something to it? <laughs> um, let's talk about LeGarrette Blunt. I really wish um, I like had you... the ability to just press the button of just play the zone song. <laughs> um, we have a few more running backs here. LeGarrette Blunt uh, played all 16 games, was a touchdown monster. Uh, goes to show you that the um, opportunity matters a lot, and they – the Pats were goal, you know, goal line team and and uh, used LeGarrette Blunt a lot. Uh, Two hundred ninety nine attempts for over uh, eleven hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns. We get it. Um, you love Blunt. Move on. <laughs> um, I mean, he was just awesome, and he didn't slow down all season. Uh, I did try to sell him mid season. Um, couldn't because nobody believed in him and he just kept producing. So good for me. Uh, only seven receptions on eight targets. So, Hey, he can catch the ball, right? <laughs> but you just didn't get thrown to him, which is okay. That's not why you have him on your team. Okay. Not, a, uh, but he made up for it with his touchdowns. Um, yes. probably not as good next year, but, uh, Hey, if Tom Brady's still on the team, uh, the opportunity is going to be there still, no matter what, um, do you think Lewis, you love Lewis, Dion Lewis, uh, do you think that he's going to knock him a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. A lot okay. of it. I think he's the clear cut candidate. If I had to pick anybody from the top 10 that probably won't finish there next year, it's like Garrett Blunt. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. Um, I don't think he's a scrub, but. You're right. I don't think 18 touchdowns is going to be hard to repeat with his workload. Um, number eight is... Uh, he's not going to get anywhere near 18 touchdowns. His previous career high was seven. <laughs> the Pats offense, uh, they're like a makeshift. What, they'll, they'll see what works and use it. Um, 
they don't care about historical figures or anything like that. They just they do what works, and Legarrette Blunt worked, and they used him. Also, the first time since his rookie season that he's even topped 800 yards rushing. He he had a thousand yards in his rookie season. That's crazy. Good for him. Um, Melvin Gordon was eighth best. Uh, he only he only played 13 games, uh, just shy of a thousand yards this year. Um, I hated him. I've hated him all season. He produced. I don't know where the hate's coming from for me, but uh, I just do. Um, Listen, man, fantasy football is, is weird, right? So, yeah, his yards per carry weren't great, but neither were Blunt. Blunt averaged 3.9 yards per carry and had yeah. 18 touchdowns. So Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon kept rolling in the touchdowns and an offense that needed to rely on him, and he was great. And in the 13 yeah. games that he played, I mean, you got your money's worth with Melvin Gordon. Um, yeah. And for the for the time of the season prior to getting hurt, he was the number one running back, correct? Or number two after DJ? Yes. They correct. kind of they kind of alternated, um, right. <clears throat> and so he gets hurt, and he's out of that discussion because he missed a few games. But he was great, man. Regardless yeah. of whatever you want to say, whatever whatever the metrics in terms of his yards per carry, that's fine. But he, at the end of the day, he had a very good season. Yeah. Um, I, look, when we talk about numbers correcting themselves, I don't mean to come back to this, but, you know, we talk, it, it, it goes both ways, right? If these, these low yards per carry under four yards per carry, yes, he got 10 touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns. You don't think these numbers are going to correct themselves a little bit. And maybe, you know, that LA chargers are not going to, uh, not going to have the same opportunity on the goal line for Melvin Gordon. I mean, look at looking at Melvin Gordon's past. <laughs> he's not a touchdown maker, so I think the numbers correct themselves a little bit. I think he, I think, I think who he has those, a good chance to finish outside the top ten next year. Who are those touchdowns going to go to? I don't know. Danny Woodhead is pretty good. Uh, at this point in their careers, after many injuries to Danny Woodhead and uh, Danny Woodhead being ancient, Melvin Gordon is way better than than uh, yes than Danny. I Woodhead. agree, but there's no telling. I mean, we don't know how much goal line opportunity is going to come for the Chargers either, because two years ago the opportunity really wasn't there for him. The opportunity will be. There maybe not in the same regards because you are going to be adding Keenan Allen for the half a game that he's going to play, and Danny Woodhead <laughs> for the three that he'll play. Right. Um, so maybe he'll lose a little bit of opportunity. But will Mel- will Melvin Gordon get double digit touchdowns next year? Total. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, rushing. Uh, maybe. Close, but I don't know. Eight. I'd say no. I'd say under ten. He'll be close. Okay. Uh, ninth best running back, Jordan Howard. Uh, I would say the biggest surprise of the top ten is Jordan Howard. Mm-kay. With uh, yeah. a little over thirteen yards per uh, thirteen points per game, he only played fifteen games. Um, Jordan Howard was a nice surprise for some. Um, Seventh most consistent running back. That's great. Thirteen hundred yards. Melvin Gordon was eighth. Yeah, I mean the only problem here is that he plays on the Bears, <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, he plays on the Bears, and I think the opportunity maybe gets a little bit better next year if the team improves over the off season. Dude, he had the second most rushing yards in the NFL. He had a good season. Yeah, he did. He had a great season. Um. And he wasn't even the starter for the first couple of weeks. Right. Uh, and he plays for the Bears. And he plays for the Bears. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think maybe he'll be a little undervalued next year. He also um, only had six rushing touchdowns. Like, yeah. he had all those rushing yards. Maybe you say, okay, he is on the Bears, so he doesn't get double-digit touchdowns. But he's going to get a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do pretty well with all that work. So, Yep. Uh. My least favorite out of the top 10 is number 10, Mark Ingram. Okay. I don't even like to talk about Mark Ingram. I just, I don't think I've ever drafted him, ever. 
Me neither. And I'm in a lot of leagues for the past, I don't know, eight seasons. <laughs> um, I've never I've never touched Mark Ingram, and I don't plan on it. Um, he played all 16 games, over 200 attempts for 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Six touchdowns, four receiving, six rushing, four receiving. So 10 totals, not bad, enough to get you in the top 10. Um, I just – this Saints offense is just weird. Dude, he was good. Uh, he was very effective. He had he was. 205 carries. He's averaged over five yards a carry. Yeah. You're right at five yards a carry, actually. Right. Like he was good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've been good enough to be top 10. Yep. I and, mean, and bad enough that they keep sharing him with Tim Hightower for some fucking reason. <laughs> it's weird. Like it makes um, no sense. No, it doesn't. I don't get it. Um, I don't know. I don't get it. Something about him that they don't like or some, some part of their scheme that he doesn't fit into, I guess. But um, it is what it is. Okay. Um, I just want to throw out there. Sure. That uh, Mark Ingram was not consistent. If oh. we're gonna if we're gonna talk about that, the issue okay. with him is he had a lot of hit and miss games. So nineteenth okay. um, most consistent running back, even though he finished in the top ten. Less than half of his games were worthy of a start. That's crazy. Less than half. You know who was consistent though? whose 10 of his games were, were listed as a worthy of a start, 10 of his 16 games, and he finished number 10 in terms of consistency? Who? Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what is crazy, too? Uh, looking at Mark Ingram's um, career, fantasy career, uh, he's played 16 games only twice in his career, and this last season was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only reached a thousand yards one time in his career, and last season was the time. He's only averaged five yards per carry or more one time in his career, and that was last year. Um, and his targets uh, two years ago they were at sixty, which was as high. Last year he had fifty-eight reception or targets. I'm sorry. Yeah, the only um, thing missing targets, was so. the consistency because he still yeah. finishes a top ten running back. Yeah. And uh, I think if he got consistent work. Would have been even better. It's just yeah. you know it, 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 the Saints are a weird offense, and if you you know confound that with the fact that they keep giving Tim Hightower work, and Ingram only had six total touch six touchdowns, uh, six rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, you get a season that looks like what, what Ingram just had. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, well, that was fun. I hope that you guys learned something from the top 10. Um, I hope you learned something from my trivia game. Um, Nobody learned anything from the trivia game? I don't know. It's something that creative might get picked up on ESPN or something, so keep an eye out for that. A trivia game? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's we'll right. be doing part two of Running Backs on the next episode. There's a lot of guys that I want to talk about um, oh, yeah. that are very interesting for me for next year. Um, Jordan Howard, before we go, I just want to say, is he a top five guy for you? Is he close to that? Well, he finished nine. He's definitely going to be inside the top eight. Uh, I mean, I think like blunt out. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I was going to say I'm bumping blunt out. Um, as much as I I'll love move, Freeman, I think I'm moving Howard over Freeman. I'm putting Howard over Gordon. I'm also doing that. Okay. Um, so he's six right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting Howard over McCoy, so he's five for me. And I'm probably putting okay. him over Murray. He's four for me. Nope, because I'm moving Jay Ajayi way up as well. That cl- You're moving Jay that far up? Yeah. People wow. are very scared of Jay Ajayi. This is very early. I believe in Jay. Jay, come on our show. Maybe this is me Jay, just pandering. Jay train. Do you All guys right, hear uh, that? Do you guys hear that? The J train's coming. Is that the J train? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do this. Um, if we get him right. on the show, I'm gonna get one of those little uh, train whistles. Train whistles. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Just annoy the hell out of him. Blow it every time you talk to him. <laughs> oh, we'll never get another person from the from his PR rep ever again. <laughs> um. 
Again, guys, if you're listening, uh, email Christian uh, eatsleepfantasy at gmail.com. Uh, tell us, give us two thumbs up in the email. If you haven't reviewed us, review us on iTunes. That would be awesome. Um, you can tweet at us at eatsleepff. Uh, do you have anything else to say, Christian? Uh, if you like our intro outro music, you can visit Surge and his music at justsurge.com. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want Dale's phone number, it's three zero five. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess that's about it. Um, we uh, thank you guys for listening. For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. On the next Thanks episode, somebody keep track of how many times Dale says um. We'll see you next time. And we like to play till the sun go down. Yeah, we like to play till the sun go down. Then we take that town. Then we take that town.